Today is the 3rd of March, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we get along. Don't forget, you can download the script from the show notes. There's a link there. If you click there, you'll be able to download the PDF. Um, if you want to support Walking the Way, we have a Give, Send, Go page. Again, the link is in the show notes. And if you want any more information about me or the podcast, go visit our website, uk. The link is in the show notes. You may remember that at the beginning of Lent, I started my Lent Water Challenge. Um, and I wanted to know just how many people were doing it with me and how's it going and all the rest. So if you could leave a note in the comments, that'd be fantastic. But we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Father, as we gather together, we praise you for this day and your purpose for it. Reset our agendas this morning as we sit in your presence. For you assure us that where two or more gather in your name, you are here. Recalibrate our intentions and refocus our hearts. Your will for our lives does not always reflect our plans. So change them to reflect your will. Help us to understand that we don't need full clarity to walk into the unique purposes that you've put in our lives. Lift our eyes to seek you first today and always surrendering our need to achieve, understand, and be known. Shift our perspectives to seek your peace above all else. In every situation we ponder in our daily lives, let the Holy Spirit translate your commands. Give us renewed strength and godly courage to obey you without questioning. Forgive us for striving beyond our means, worrying and forcing results. Only you know what lies ahead. You are our good Father, just and righteous. Though our circumstances will be unfair from time to time, you are always our unwavering protector and shield. Keep the words of King David fresh in our minds and renew our hearts to the tune of your truth. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. Let your peace reign on us today as we seek you more than anything else. In Jesus' name. Amen. John 19, verses 38 through 39. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for the fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who had earlier come to heal Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. Our focus this week is on courage and on being courageous Christians. Today's verse is a very interesting choice of verse, as for me at least, when we think about courage. What does Joseph and Nicodemus have to show us about courage? We have just read about the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. And I'm always struck when I read about the burial of Jesus, about the bravery of Joseph of Arimathea, and in John's account, Nicodemus. According to John, 
both are secretly disciples of Jesus. And yet when Jesus' disciples could not be found, it was these two that took the very public stance of burying Jesus. It must have taken great devotion and bravery to go to Pilate and ask for the body of Jesus. And there is a part of me that thinks that the reason they did it was because they had the means to and maybe they were feeling guilty. But it still took real courage to do what they did. I would imagine that this one act of burying Jesus would have had a huge impact on their standing in the community. Nicodemus was a member of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish council. Joseph, was most, as most wealthy people are, was probably also very influential, otherwise he wouldn't have known Pilate. They could have left Jesus, but their devotion for him shone through. In many respects, many of us are secret disciples like Nicodemus and Joseph. And I'm prayer, my prayer for today is that we may be brave like them and step out telling others of our devotion to Jesus, realizing that Jesus means everything to us. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we begin the Gospel of Luke.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, as we begin to read the Gospel of Luke, we ask that you would open our eyes to see Jesus the way Luke saw him. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As I said, today we're beginning the book of Luke. And just a little background about the book of Luke. There's no challenge to the authorship of Luke. Luke is the physician that followed Paul around in the Gospel of Acts. But because Luke was a physician, he also approached it with a really scientific approach. And he used as many different resources and as many different sources as possible. The Gospel is said to be written between 59 and 70 AD. And that's the date most scholars are set upon. And what's really interesting is it's actually the first part of two. It's the only gospel with a sequel. And part two carries on in the book of Acts, which we'll follow up a little bit later. Luke is methodical. He goes back into Jesus' genealogy. He very carefully lays out the path and is probably the most complete picture of the life of Jesus that we have. But let's just get into Luke, shall we? And this week's Bible readings, as I said yesterday, are taken from the New International Version, and we're reading Luke 1. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some times past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things that you have been taught. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they heard no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before them in the Spirit with the power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, You will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple, and when he came out, he was unable to speak to them. And they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, 
and he kept making signs to them and remaining mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked upon me, to take away my reproach among people. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a village of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favoured one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angels, How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country, to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Mary was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child. And they would have called him Zachariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives are called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. 
and he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us, that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. And we're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for the day.
before we pray. Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Check the show notes for all the contact details, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, and our new voicemail service. They're all there in the show notes. There are links there. Click the links, and then we'll take you to wherever you need to go. Today, we've been asked to pray for Gordon. Gordon's asked that we not pray for him live on the podcast, but that you pray for him in the privacy of your own hearts. So if we can remember to pray for Gordon today. Let's pray, shall we? Thank you, Lord, for the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Thank you also for the wonderful examples of men and women of faith who have been given godly courage to carry out the duties that you called them to. Lord, I pray that in the power of the Holy Spirit you will develop in us a godly wisdom and courage to live our Christian lives as light in a darkened world and salt to a festering sore, whatever the cost. Father, you've called us to reflect your light and to tell of your healing power. May we be enabled by your Holy Spirit to speak out your word of truth in grace and love. And may we become a mirror that reflects you so completely in all that we say and do, that Christ may be seen in us, to your praise and glory. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into a time of trial, but deliver us from the evil one. For the power, the glory, and the kingdom are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.